The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. You can put your weed in there. Stone is Oh, check this out. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. A lot of people don't realize this, but you can put your weed in there. This is the Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. It's my Greg, you're a prune tang. If I can use a medical term. Man, oh, man. You're gay. There's no facts in, in the church. Oh, yeah. Holy crap. Don't try to debate me on something. Motherfucker, I can't do many things well, but words are my shit. Yeah, what's up, bitches? Stoner Jesus Show Live. I'm here, Stoner Jesus. Doing it live on June 17th, 2019. It's chapter 2, verse 29. Streaming live, video-wise, on Twitter and Periscope at Stoner Jesus 420. All information on the show can be found at stonerjesus.net, audio, podcast, social media links. Links to all of these live streams, everything you need to know about the show, stonerjesus.net. Go check that shit out. Live on Periscope. Orlando 420, longtime fan of the show, chilling in the Periscope chat area. It is the day after Motherfucker's Day special. If I were done it yesterday, it would just be Motherfucker's Day special, aka Father's Day. It is not the day after. Why don't I just mind just make a regular show? Why does it be a day after a fucking holiday special? Because that's the way I do it. It's my goddamn show. So it's the day after Motherfucker's Day special. Happy Motherfucker's Day to all the motherfuckers out there. You're awesome. Keep the world going or whatnot. Big show tonight. A lot of shit going on, as usual. OJ's on Twitter now. That's right. I'm excited. I'm excited. OJ's on Twitter. He's killing it on Twitter. Huh? Huh? Anybody? No? All right. Also, Kellen Winslow Jr. All kinds of fucked up shit going on there. Uh, my idea, I have an invention idea I'm going to tell you all about. I keep it to myself. I give it to you all. Gratis, if you will. All right, it's enough of that theme song. It's a lot. It's a lot going on. <laughs> Also, besides all that, that's just the first goddamn segment. Uh, Hero Dads, we're talking about the second season segment. And yes, I know. Usually pretty fucking cynical here. We are going to lighten mood a little bit with that. Then we'll get back to the craziness. Uh, Bieber versus Cruz. Crazy video of some fucking people getting all log jammed up on an escalator. It was crazy, crazy shit. Also, Jackie O versus Melania T. You may have seen the poll 
Who'd You Rather Bang poll at Stern Jesus 420 on Twitter. I'll tell you, you won that and more about the epic battle, the epic first lady battle between Jackie O and Melania T. Also, in the last segment, I haven't done this in a while and I usually don't do it often, but I'm going to critique and review a podcast is The God Show. I think of many reasons I would want to do so. Some other reasons as well. I'll play a couple of clips from it and I'll tell you my thoughts. All that shit is coming up. It's awesome. Did I mention the big news? OJ's on Twitter. That's right. You may have seen it. I tweeted out a couple uh, joke tweets. Uh, I created a list on Twitter of double murderers. The only person on that list is OJ. He's not verified as of yet. Let me go check again. I have a um, <clears throat> screenshot. <coughs> Excuse me. Damn, I'm whistling. My 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 throat is whistling, as if it's a fucking co-host or some bullshit. Anyway, when I screenshot a couple hours ago, he has 681,000 followers. Now he's got 692,000 followers. Still, not verified. He's a motherfucker. Got a double murder to get verified on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. So anyway, he's only tweeted a couple times. And every time he tweets, for some reason, it's a video. I saw a screenshot earlier of him, like, supposedly threatening, like, a parody, an OJ parody account. Like, you know, I'm going to fuck you up. And they send a little knife emoji. <laughs> I doubt and that was real. But it's funny nonetheless. If you go on my YouTube page or the WeTube page for this show, there's a 15-minute clip of the tale of OJ. I tell you about OJ for those kids who don't know. And then we go through his little If I Did It interview that came out on Fox a couple years ago. You can go check that out. If you so desire. But anyway, OJ, um, it's one of the videos. I got this off YouTube. This is a video he posted to his Twitter. I'm not sure, first of all, why the quality is so bad. I think OJ didn't have to pay any of that money for losing the civil trial for the people he, you know, <coughs> allegedly double murdered. Um, so why he doesn't have a better camera or at least a better phone to take videos on. I mean, he's, you know, making a big deal about this Twitter thing. He wants to, you know, get back at his haters or whatever. And I guess this um, video talking about, it talks about the Kardashians and Chris Jenner and his old, uh, Rob Kardashian, his old lawyer, some guy who was supposedly his manager, but not his manager. Anyway, why am I describing it when I could just let the juice loose and he could tell you about it in his own words from his brand new Twitter account at the real OJ 32 still not verified, but he's posting these videos. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that this is uh, the juice. Hello, Twitter world. This is uh, yours truly. <laughs> you know, this is my first venture into the social media world and uh, yeah. it's amazing, <laughs> you know, especially how quickly they can put up counterfeit sites. Mm. Anyway, we'll deal with that. Um, oh, yeah. My life has always been involved in the sports world, and I suspect as the week goes on, that's mm. pretty much what we'll be talking about. But once in a while, I'm going to go off to topic and talk about something else. Uh, and this yeah. is one of those times, Ooh, you know. Yeah. Bob Kardashian, he's like a brother to me. He's a great guy. He met and married uh, Chris, and they really had a terrific time together when they were together. Uh, unfortunately, that ended. But never. Much like me and Nicole had a good time together when we were together. You know what I'm saying. Never. And I want to stress, never right. in any way, shape, or form had I ever had any interest in Chris. 
romantically or sexually, and I never got any indication that she had any interest in me. So all of these stories are just bogus. Yeah. Especially not after 1994, am I right? <laughs> whatever, whatever interest she may have had coming by the wayside after that. Bad, you know, tasteless. tasteless. Um, Chloe, uh, like all the girls I'm very proud of, just like I know mm -hmm. Bob would be uh, right. if he was here, but the simple facts of the matter is uh, she's not mine. Now, one of the people who spread in this rumor is a guy that the media loves to say is my manager. Whoops, that was my bad. Hold on. Hit the wrong button. Back to OJ. I was about to make fun of the high pitch in his voice, and then I fuck up the video. <laughs> so, let's go back. I had one manager in my whole life. One of the people who spread in this rumor is a guy that the media loves to say is my manager. <laughs> I had one manager in my whole life, Chuck Barnes, when I came out of USC. <laughs> loves to say. Oh, they love him. Three years. Unfortunately, he died about 45 years ago, but oh, even wow. before he died, I opened my own office with uh, the help of Skip Taft, my lawyer, my um, two assistants, Marilyn O'Brien, the late Marilyn O'Brien, and Kathy Randa. A lot of people dying. Um, and I've always managed my own affairs. And <laughs> A lot of people die around OJ. I like to think very successfully. So when you see these... <laughs> yeah. Very, very successful career, Juice. Your legacy is, is uh, well... It's it's set in stone. Let's put it that way. Guys like Norm and these guys claim that they are my uh, manager. It's just not true. I may have done a deal here or there with them, but none of these guys have ever was anything remotely like a manager for me. In any event, that's it for today. <laughs> oh, wow! Happy Father's Day. Take care. Motherfucker's Day. Thank you, Juice. Loving the Juice Show on Twitter. <laughs> if you want to leave this show and go watch the Juice Show on Twitter, I won't be able to blame you. I would do the same thing. Anyway, that's what the juice is up to. Uh, I can't imagine someone like O.J. Simpson is going to read his mentions. It's got to be just... I can't imagine. I would pay good money to see his mentions. Can you go to... Can I go to O.J. Simpson and see his mentions? You can see his tweets and replies. I don't, yeah, they're, it's gonna be. You're not gonna be able to see his mentions. He's got a couple of videos on there. All just one, two point six million views. One has six and a half million views. The original one has over eleven and a half million views. Him announcing his arrival on Twitter. It's really impressive. OJ's a really impressive guy. <laughs> I'd love to get him on the show. You know, if he wants to set the record straight after all these years, I'd love to come on the show, do an interview. That's fine. That's fine. OJ has an open invitation to the show to, uh, you know, come tell us what's up. <laughs> I won't hold my breath. Next, more football. I don't know if you heard about Kellen Winslow Jr. and what the fuck he's been doing, but it's nuts.
It's nuts. And on another sports note, and not a good one, breaking news coming into us from San Diego, California, where former Browns tight end and top draft choice when he came out of the University of Miami, Kellen Winslow Jr., has been found guilty of rape, indecent exposure, and lewd conduct. And he faces other charges of rape and lewd conduct involving five women. The jury is still deliberating on those additional charges. Danielle, the... The sentencing range, at least on what he's been convicted on right now, 15 years to life. Yeah, facing life wow. in prison. And what's, what's the most disturbing about all of this mm -hmm. is when he was first charged in, what was it, 2018? Yes. He then, while he's out, did more allegedly lewd things to right. other women. So there seems to be a pattern, an issue, maybe... He needs more than just jail 15 time. 15 years to life for a guy that really had the whole world in his hands when he came into the NFL and had the pedigree to follow that. He's the son of Kellen Winslow Sr., the great tight end with the San Diego Chargers, and of course a Hall of Famer. And now he watched his son be convicted of rape today. 15 years to life. Uh, Kellen Winslow Jr. is a father, he's a husband, and I can remember when his wife would come out to training camp, she was a wonderful person, and is a wonderful person, and has stayed by his side well, during this. When clearly he has some issues that need to be addressed. Yeah, that's an understatement. Issues, so the rape, obviously the rapes, um, some of them he was uh, convicted on, uh, sexually assaulting a woman, exposing himself to another woman, and touching himself in front of a third woman. A mistrial was declared on charges related to two other rapes 15 years apart. And prosecutors haven't said yet if they will retire, retry him on those charges. This is a story from Deadspin.com. It continues. Uh, Today, Sports Illustrated published a lengthy story detailing Winslow's crimes as well as the trial. Robert Clemenko's reporting also discovers some disturbing details about Winslow's conduct during his NFL career. Winslow's alleged actions... From his time as a pro, don't include descriptions of rape or predatory exposure, but they still betray a complete lack of sexual boundaries around his co-workers. Winslow, it appears, freely masturbated and looked at porn with no regard for who might notice around him. This guess is from Sports Illustrated. He could count on having an empty seat next to him on any team flight due to his ritual of watching hardcore pornography on his portable DVD player, according to those sources. On one occasion, an equipment manager tasked with delivering gear to lockers after hours, walked in on Winslow masturbating at his locker, two seats away from the entrance, according to two team officials familiar with the incident. Uh, SI went on to talk about his focus, um, his behavior with his teammates, specifically witnessed while he was in the NFL. Quote, when pornography became widely available on mobile phones, he often watched it on his smartphone during meetings. And two former teammates said, nowadays such sites would typically be blocked by budding Wi-Fi. Um, the two teammates said, uh, teammates begged out of his shared hotel room assignments with Winslow because he watched pornography and masturbated openly with no regard for who was in the room. A teammate and an official said, the article notes that after a player asked to switch rooms, Brown's coach, Rome, uh, Romeo Cornell and Terry Ropsky tried to mentor Winslow so he would change his habits, but it didn't work. <laughs> I wonder what that conversation was like, bro, you gotta stop fucking jerking off in front of everybody. Obviously, this betrays a deep-seated urge combined with a complete lack of giving a fuck about anybody else, their welfare, their well-being, their mental state, their physical state, any of that. Un-fucking-caring. 
combined with some sort of addiction to ejaculation, apparently, and and weird, fucked up, uh, non-consensual shit. It's all not none. That's all what it all has in common. None of it was consensual. Obviously, the women didn't consent to be raped. Obviously, people didn't consent to him having fucking jacking off around him. They're avoiding him on planes or not wanting to be around him. They're uh, trying to switch hotel rooms. Serious, serious fucking problems. And I guess now he's going to be in prison and he can just jack off all day. He's going to have all kinds of free time. Just fucking jack fest for Kellen Winslow in prison. Uh, it's, <clears throat> it's fucked up. It is fucked up. By the way. Didn't mention a couple of things. Email the show, stonerjesus420 at gmail.com. On Facebook, you can join our group for the show, Disciples of Stoner Jesus, on Facebook. Stonerjesus.net for all information on the show. And, of course, you'll find my social media links there as well. Coming up in the next segment, we've got Hero Dads, Bieber versus Cruz, People Log Jam, Jackie O versus Melania T. Talking about the God Podcast coming up after that. First, before we go to break, I did mention I have a little invention. Something that came to me. Maybe it's been invented already. I looked up the name on Google and nothing came up. That doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It doesn't mean it doesn't exist under another name. I didn't do that much research. I'm not going to invest in this. I'm not going to create it. It's up to you all. I give it to you all gratis, if you will. Imagine a table, a round table. Round table turns on the top. So there's the base and there's the, the circular tabletop that rotates roughly the size of a person, maybe a little bit shorter than a person in diameter. Woman lays on the table. Here, let's say this is the tabletop. Here's the woman. See that? Those are her legs. Those represent her legs. Look at my look at my legs. They they bend in an unnatural way. Anyway, the woman's on the table, legs spread. You have intercourse with her. And you're ready to finish the money shot, if you will. Pull out, swivel the table like a big bus driver's steering wheel, and come on her. Come on, Susan. Get it? Resembles a lazy Susan. You flip her around, and if the move, she goes, you know, goes around, and you flip around, and you come on her. Come on, Susan. There you go. That's it. Fucking get, go work on it. Go work on it. The come on, Susan. Just a base, circular table. Got to make it easy to swivel. Just can't be fucking, you know. You're about to come all. Oh, let me try to turn this thing and like it's, you know, it's making a big creaking, you know, scraping sounds. You're trying to turn it. Kills the mood. By the time her face is around there, you're fucking, you've already came or you're, it's gone away. So it doesn't matter. Anyway, that's the idea. The come on Susan. You got to, you got to go with it. I, I, like I said, I'm done. I'm done with it. I had the idea. That's as far as I'm going with it. You want to make it? If you if you get it produced and you have a business and you want advertising, I'll advertise it for free just because it was my idea. I won't want anything from it. I just want to see that you made the Come On Susan rotating sex table, and I'll I'll do I'll do an infomercial right here on the show for it. How about that? So inventors, go do that shit. Go get that. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm just the idea, man. As far as it goes. I'm doing nothing else with this idea. Trust me. Because it seems like a lot. It's only very labor-intensive. I'm not really into that 
this point in my life. <laughs> less, less labor-intensive things. A lot of shit coming up. Stern Jesus Show Live, Chapter 2, Verse 29. It's the day after Motherfucker's Day special again. I know it's a day late. I don't give a shit. Happy Motherfucker's Day to all of you fuckers of mothers out there watching and listening. SternJesus.net for all information on the show. Go check that shit out. We'll be back. Dick Nuggets. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. The Stoner Jesus Show is brought to you in part by Hemptations.com and PlanetEverywhere.com. They got a lot of awesome stuff for you to check out. But don't just take my word for it. Let Beach, the owner of Hemptations, Tell you all about it. It's a very large selection of hemp goods, everything from reusable coffee filters to frisbees, bandanas, everything planted everywhere on the site is made in Cincinnati, Ohio, made locally. We also have other retail products from our cosmetics, uh, earthly body products, bags on the retail site. You know, again, uh, anybody local in Cincinnati can go to hemptations.com and get the info on the stores. Planted everywhere is our .com is our retail site. You can and hit me up on Hemptation Beach or like my Facebook page, Hemptations or Hemptations 2. I'm on Twitter, Google, <laughs> I'm on the internet everywhere, just like everyone. Um, you know, we love to hear from people all over the world positive things about industrial hemp. That's what I do, that's what we do. Largest selection of industrial hemp on the planet in the stores. And I'd like to grow that inventory to be able to say that I haven't actually checked out all the other hemp retail spots to. <laughs> see if we have the largest amount on our planet everywhere but uh, it's a it's a fair it's a fair selection and as beach always says having temptations cannabis use isn't the only thing growing so are we grow with us cannabisradio.com yes yes we've done a lot of good work for the lord over the years we've done a lot of good work for jesus you all helped us tremendously, but we need more. We need more. Jesus needs more. Just call that number at the bottom of your TV screen there. Give what you can, $5, $10, it doesn't matter. Give what you can to Jesus. Forego your Starbucks this week or whatever. Give to Jesus, because Jesus, Jesus needs it. You should have a close personal relationship with Jesus. I talk to Jesus all the time. Jesus says we just need a little more money. A little more money. The number's right there at the bottom of your screen. Give what you can. Jesus. Jesus weeps. I was talking to Jesus just the other day, and he was weeping for humanity. He said, Reverend, if we could just get a little more. If we could just get a little more. That's what you need to do. Call that number at the bottom of your screen. Give what you can. Even a dollar. Dollar's good. Give to Jesus. Jesus needs it. Jesus is weeping. Jesus is weeping. Because you all don't give enough. Jesus needs more. What? What's that? What's that? Say? Oh. Oh. Oh my God. Oh, oh my God. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. Jesus just... He just appeared out of nowhere here in the studio. Oh, my God. Oh, praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. You've come back. You've come back. Jesus, we've waited so long for you. We've waited for 
for thousands of years for your return, Jesus. What, what, what do you got? What do you have to say, Jesus? Please give us some wisdom. Please, Jesus, give us some wisdom. Uh, where's my money? Uh, what's that now? You've been you've been getting all this money all these years in my name. I, I uh, you know, where's my money? Where the fuck's my money? Well, well, well I mean, where's my money? Well, you know, we've been doing you know like the good works. Where's my money, bitch? Well, where's my money, bitch? Well, I understand. Where's my money, I bitch? I want my you, money, you know, bitch. We've been doing the good works and then you're spreading your bitch. Word I want my money. Stuff and I'd, where's well, my money, bitch? Yeah. Where's well, my I money, do. bitch? You see, I do. where's Jesus, my I, money, bitch? I, 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 I don't have Where the have fuck Jesus. is my money? I don't have it. Get, no, I don't have it, Jesus. I don't have, you don't have it. it. No, we, you don't have my money? We spent it. You don't have my it's money? It's gone. It's gone. What do you mean it's gone? I got a, you don't have my fucking money, dude? I got the Maserati out in the, on the, on the parking lot. It's gone, You bought a Jesus. fucking car with my money. I'm doing good works. You I'm bought just, a fucking car with my please, money. Please, Jesus. Where's my please money, bitch? Me, get over here, bitch. Please, I'll get, get over you here. money, Jesus. Get fucking back here. Give me some time. You're going to get my fucking money, bitch. I'm going to break your goddamn legs. Give me my fucking money, bitch. Please don't hit me, Jesus. Give me my fucking money, bitch. Are you ready to be inspired and educated by the best of the best in the cannabis industry while enjoying sunny South Florida? Then you cannot miss out on the second annual United States Cannabis Conference and Expo, August 2nd and 3rd at the Hyatt Regency in downtown Miami. The USCC Expo welcomes all cannabis business professionals, medical cannabis caregivers and clinicians, growers and dispensary owners to join us for another can't-miss event. Sponsored by the radio and podcast leader for all things cannabis, CannabisRadio.com. Learn more at usccexpo.com. Learning the benefits of proper nutrition, supplementation, and personal development to live a healthy and abundant life. Awaken, adjust, and aspire. High on Healthy. Mondays on demand. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Paris Savon speaks to patients, advocates, and professionals to keep you informed on all the latest trends and advancements in the medical cannabis industry on Alternative Talk, presented by AlternativeVibes.com. Tuesdays on demand, only on CannabisRadio.com. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Himping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Turn Jesus Show Live. Chapter 2, verse 29. Doing live on Twitter and Periscope at Stoner Jesus 420 for the video. 
the video stream, if you will, audio of the show, a bunch of different places. Sternjesus.net, first and foremost, of course, because that is the main hub of everything, the Stoner Jesus Show. You can also find us on CannabisRadio.com with a bunch of other great podcasts. We're on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, tons of places, all this information, all these links, all of this shit. I say shit, I meant cool stuff. We found StonerJesus.net. Do a podcast review coming up, the God Podcast, the God Show Podcast, whatever the fuck it's called, I forgot. Damn it. For various reasons, we do an interview. And maybe some reasons that aren't so obvious. It doesn't matter. It's my show. I can do whatever the fuck I feel like. So I'm going to be making fun of people, doing some cynical shit, some offensive shit, some weird shit, if you will. So before we get into all that, in honor of Motherfucker's Day, this being the day after Motherfucker's Day special, again, all you motherfuckers out there, happy Motherfucker's Day. Did I say motherfuckers enough? I think I did. Some non-cynical, cool shit the dads do. Check this shit out. <laughs> yeah! They're very often our first heroes and the ones we turn to for a helping hand. <laughs> so in honor of Father's Day, we've rounded up some of our favorite super dads ahead of the big day. Yes! This dad was so excited his son who was battling leukemia could go home, he broke into a dance. Kenny Thomas is a dance instructor. He busts out his moves to cheer on his little one, who gave dad a big round of applause, and shared this video of the little boy dancing happily at home. Get it back. Hey, hey, hey. He's not the only dad who loves to share music and dancing with his little one. Aubrey Turnipseed loves to dance. But when it came to hula hooping, the toddler couldn't quite get the hang of it. So Dad Maurice stepped in to help. The adorable video reminded all of us that sometimes you just need a helping hand from Dad. That was certainly the case for little Bella, who suffered from a little stage fright at the dress rehearsal for her dance recital. So Dad Mark Daniels stepped in, all while holding Bella's baby sibling. And he seemed to know all the moves, plieing like a pro. Inspirational is the only word to describe Dad Josh Marshall's moving tribute to his little boy. After his son Gabriel overcame a rare malignant brain tumor, he was left with a scar on his head. This morning I just had a brain surgery. You can see right behind my ear. You can see that big old band-aid. That's where I had my surgery at. Gabriel felt self-conscious about it, so Josh decided to show him it was okay to be different. He tattooed the same scar on his own head so they could be twins. And it isn't just little ones who need their dads. Autumn Gillespie and her dad Randy love to sing together. Every night we come downstairs and we sing like, or I sing like in the living room. So one night we were like, well, let's try this song out. And the pair's harmony is perfect. 
Father's Day, don't forget to tell dear old dad those special words he loves to hear. I love you, daddy. Oh, I love you too so much. So there you go. A little uh, happy stuff. We don't do very often. You know what? Maybe this world needs a little bit more of that. Now back to making fun of people and dick jokes and your mom jokes and banging bitches and whatnot. That's right. Very popular banging bitches segments coming up. <laughs> Next, a little bit of um, celebrity news. Do I have the right video? Is that the right video? I guess so. I think it is. Anyway, you may have seen on Twitter, Justin Bieber apparently called out Tom Cruise, man who's 31 years his senior. Apparently Bieber's 25 and Cruise is 56. A little more about that. Right now. Justin Bieber loses mind. Mm, he challenged mm. Tom Cruise to a fight. Mm. On social, he said that he was going to knock Tom out. He said he was going <laughs> to knock him out. Well, Bieber is finally explained. It's for real about Tom Cruise? You're going to fight? Nah, it was just a random tweet. The story is I've seen an interview with him. Right? And it was just on my mind. The Beebs is now backtracking on his Sunday night tweet challenging Tom Cruise to a UFC cage fight. Too bad, because uh, we were really looking forward to this. Oh yeah, I would definitely watch that. Pretty sure Tom would probably whip my ass in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> to his credit, the 25-year-old... And that's probably t true also. I I'm sure Tom Cruise would whip the shit out of Justin Bieber. I'm sure he would be happy to do it. <laughs> Old singer kept it real about his chances against the 56-year-old action star who still does his own stunts. I'm really scared right now. I think he'd probably be out, out of my weight class. You know, he's got that dad strength. Yes, right. Yes, yes. He's a dad, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely a dad. I don't like nobody but he. Bieber was in good spirits and we're... Bieber's well-versed in his background on Tom Cruise. ...wearing a Drew Barrymore t-shirt as he chatted with photogs outside the L.A. office of his wife Haley's fashion line. And while Tom Cruise never responded to Bieber's Mission Impossible, the singer flashed him a peace sign and all but apologized. So why Justin challenged Tom to begin with? This is my first time on stage in like two years. Publicity, maybe. Justin joined Ariana Grande at Coachella and teased new music. I'm coming soon. The Beebs wants a piece of Tom Cruise. This truly Beebs. is the dumbest time to be alive. It really... And Jimmy Kimmel had his own theory. You wanna know what I think is really going on? I think Justin Bieber got drunk and... Well, that's it. That's what I think is going on. I smashed Tom. No, no. <laughs> no, probably not. This is good publicity. I mean, a lot of people are talking about Justin Bieber when uh, really no one was before. <laughs> His next thing, if I don't know, it watching it bothered me. It looks fucked up. I hope the video is not fucked up. I downloaded it off YouTube. Anyway, I don't know where this happened. It's some other country where they don't speak English, and where apparently they have I don't know crowding problems. Anyways, people, the the platform's full. They're going up this escalator. And well, there's just there's just way too many of them. 
la marcha de los trenes que es lenta. Finally, the dumb motherfuckers on the other side, they decide, well, maybe there's a little bit too, much, too many people up here. So we'll start going down the stairs, try to relieve the pressure on the people coming up the escalator and being trampled to death. Say maybe a subway platform or something. I, they people trying to get somewhere. And apparently, it's important. I have to think there'd be that many people. They have to be. They're all going to work. They all can't be going to the same place. It's a ton of fucking people. Now, last part of uh. There we go. Whoops. Nope. Too much. There we go. <laughs> a little graphic. Little graphic snafu. It's fine. It's fine. Anyway, before we get into uh, the God Show podcast in the next segment, we have Jackie O versus Melania T. Before we get to the video, you'll notice I put a, a, a Twitter poll a couple days ago asking which first lady would you rather bang, Jackie O or Melania T. Ran for a couple days. Jackie O ended up getting 57% of the vote. Melania T. 43%. If you want to judge, online there are naked photographs of both Jackie O and Melania T. Jackie O was a little bit after her first lady days. Um, some guy sold Hustler a picture that he took him, taken from a long way away. Showing Jackie O, you see full nudity, titties, whole nine yards. And of course Melania did some um, nude glamour shots back in the day. So it's hard to compare. It's older Jackie O and younger Melania T. If I was voting, I'd have to vote for Melania T. If I'm going to bang either Jackie O or Melania, it would be Melania for various reasons, both physical and she probably has better stories than Jackie O. I don't know. She may not. She may be dull as a fucking doorknob. But, you know, you can't, you can't prejudge these things. There's no way to know. You'll know Jackie O. You'll know Melania T. Maybe Jackie O was a crazy fucking bitch. She did go after JFK's brain out of the back of the car. That was pretty hardcore. Would Melania go after Trump's brain? I don't know. Again, pure speculation. You can't prejudge these things. Anyway, here's the, all that is leading to this. Call her Melania T. President Trump compared the first lady to Jackie O today and gave her the new moniker, Melania T. It happened during a call to his favorite morning show, Fox and Friends. We have our own Jackie. Listen, listen how awkward Trump is. Even when he's completely comfortable with these people who love him and agree with everything he says. Listen how awkward he is. Today it's called Melania. Melania. We'll call it Melania T. Okay. And, she's doing, and she is doing a great job. The first lady has been channeling the legendary Jackie Kennedy Onassis with Al... Uh, TLC in the chat room voting for Jackie O. 
So there you go. Like I said, Jackie O did get 57% of the votes. But no, it's very... Trump, we're on Jackie O, Melania T. I would, I gotta tell you, I would give anything to hear what Trump and Melania talk about. Just you know, when there's no one else around, is there any kind of small talk? Is it just pure silence? That's what I imagine, pure and adulterated silence. The second option is just Trump is ranting continuously while Melania sits there and really doesn't pay attention. She's probably playing a fucking Sudoku or something on her phone. <laughs> oh, oh, poor Melania. Poor Melania T. Of course, poor Jackie O as well. JFK, have you ever read like the true shit that, Jack, that JFK was up to? Man. How about, uh, well, a lot of bitches. A lot of bitches. Like JFK, just, just anything. just stick his dick in anything. Just anything. You put something in front of him, he say, Ah, I'm going to stick my dick in that. Where is my penis? Pull my penis out. I will stick it in anything. Bring it on. Yes, that. Spread it out. I will stick my dick in it. This I vow. That's not, that's not a bad JFK impression, right? Puts ...that echo Jackie's style and elegance. Today is President Trump's birthday. He's 73 years old. And while it's clear he doesn't mind attention the rest of the year, on his birthday, he says he likes to keep things low-key. Happy birthday. How do you plan to celebrate? Well, I think I'll just work. That didn't stop well-wishers singing him happy birthday. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Happy birthday to you. Ivanka tweeted, happy birthday, Dad, with this cute photo with two grandchildren. But the president is also being mercilessly trolled on Twitter. Andy Lassner, executive producer of The Ellen DeGeneres Show, created the hashtag John McCain Day. Let's celebrate real Donald Trump's birthday by having hashtag John McCain Day trend. Within hours, it became the number one trending topic with tributes to Trump's late arch nemesis flooding social media. I get that it was done to troll Trump, but really it's kind of sad the only reason people take notice of John McCain is to get on Trump's nerves because, of course, Trump hated John McCain. And, uh, you know, really, John McCain wasn't all that great a guy when you get right down to it. But Trump hates him, so people were celebrating John McCain. And that's really the only way that anything like John McCain Day would ever trend on Twitter. Ouch. And that exclusive interview the president gave George Stephanopoulos is making more headlines with this edgy exchange over why Trump declined to be interviewed by special counsel Robert Mueller. They gave me questions. I answered them in writing. Not an obstruction. Look, George, you're being a little wise guy, okay? Which is, you know, typical for you. ABC News, Cecilia Vega came to his defense. For the record, you're not a little wise guy. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders' surprise announcement that she is leaving is providing plenty of fodder for the late night comics. She is literally huckabeaming with joy at the thought. Is there anyone even left at working at the White House? It's like starting to feel like one of those empty blockbuster video stores. So there you go. Thank you, Inside Edition, for another contribution. <laughs> so coming up after the break, as I said, I don't do many podcast reviews, podcast critiques. But the God podcast, the God Show podcast caught my attention, again, for various reasons, some similarities to this show. I'm not saying there's any plagiarizing going on. We will play a couple clips. They're, uh, 
well, you know, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to muddy the waters, if you will. I will uh, allow you to decide on the quality of such. There will be commentary, of course, <laughs> but I'll let you judge on your own. Have the God Show podcast stacks up. All that's coming up. Stern Jesus Show Live, Chapter 2, Verse 29. StonerJesus.net for all information on the show. If you want to email the show, StonerJesus420 at gmail.com. It is the day after Motherfucker's Day special to all you fuckers of mothers. Happy Motherfucker's Day, even though it's belated a day late. It's fine. It doesn't matter. I'm not beholden to calendars. I'm a rebel, if you will. I'll do a Motherfucker's Day special the day after. I once did a Christmas Day special five days later. You know what I called it? The five days after Christmas special. That's right. The production value, the creativity that goes in the show is unfucking paralleled, son. You have no idea. You have no idea what's going on up here. It's great. It's great stuff. Great stuff coming, bitch. That's right. Anyway. God Show podcast review coming up. Stern Jesus Show Live. Go sternjesus.net. Spread the word about sternjesus.net. All that shit. Canvasradio.com, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher. Go find the show. Ho. We'll be back. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. And now. St. Peter's audition for the Cottonelle Wipes commercial. Uh, yeah, I'm here to talk to you about uh, your your bum. I'm going to talk to you about your bum. I mean, you got, do you wipe your bum? What uh, Do you use wet stuff to wipe your bum? Well, that wasn't very good, was it? Okay, let's, let's try it again. Do, do, do I have to say bum? Do I have to say bum? I can't say ass. Can I say ass? No. Wipe, wipe your bum. Oh, God, okay. Let's talk about your bum on Facebook. With Cottonelle wipes. Take these wipes and go in the bathroom and wipe your ass and then come back out and tell them, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, your bum. Go wipe your bum and tell me, okay, let's try it again. Take these wipes and go in the bathroom and wipe your bum and then come out and give me a report on how your bum wiping went. Because that's not creepy at all, right? Oh, that wasn't very good, was it? Maybe less sarcasm. All right, let's go again. This is St. Peter for Cottonelle Wipes. Wipe your dirty bum and it won't be dirty anymore. Because you got wet stuff to wipe it with instead of dry stuff. What? I thought that was pretty good. All right, let's try it again. I'm St. Peter and I want to talk about your bum. Please tell me all about your bum. The ins and outs, if you will, of your bum. What? What? Oh, ins and outs. Oh, I get it. I get it. <laughs> ins and outs of your bum. <laughs> okay, we can't use that one. Let's go again. Hello, this is St. Peter. I want to talk to you about something very important. I want to talk to you about your bum. I want to talk to you about your bum very publicly on Facebook. 
So please, talk about your bum on the Cottonelle Wife's page on Facebook. Wipe your bum. Your bum is dirty. You're in toilet paper. Wipe your bum. God damn it, for Christ's sake, wipe your motherfucking bum. Oh, yeah, okay. Got a little amped up there. Got a little amped up. Let's try one more time. Your butt is dirty. Cottonelle wipes are clean. Wipe your bum until it's clean. That's pretty good. I nailed that shit. I nailed that shit like I did your mom last night. Fucking hey, yo. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com Get informed, get inspired, and get connected. On NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice, Mondays on demand, only on CannabisRadio.com. Tommy Chong is ready to cut through the smoke and change the tone of Tilk Radio. All you have to do is decriminalize. We don't need a government regulation to tell us this is good pot, that's bad pot. We don't need any of that. The Tommy Chung Podcast, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome to my world. Now available for pre-order through crowdfunding for just $14 plus $10 shipping. Pouches, premium mixing and rolling pouches, allow you to carry and prepare your herbs for consumption with discretion and ease. These stylish pouches are handcrafted using strong zips, long-wearing buffalo leather outside, and smooth, cheap skin inside. A portion of proceeds go to fund vital medical research into cannabis for ADHD. See a demo and get yours now on Indiegogo or Pouches.com. That's P-O-U-C-H-Z.com. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. There we go. Stoner Jesus Show Live, Chapter 2, Verse 29. We're live on Twitter and Periscope, at Stoner Jesus 420. Welcome, everyone, watching, listening live on whatever platform you're doing so. It really doesn't matter as long as you're listening and paying attention to me. That's what matters. Speaking of Periscope, I got the hearts. I saw... There's a little um, camera just popped up again. A little camera pops up. What is that? Can anybody in the Periscope chat room tell me what that is? I'm not well versed. I know. I've done a million shows on Periscope now. I'm on here all the time only because most people follow me either on Twitter or on Periscope. That's really the reason that I do so. But what does the little camera mean? 
I my theory is that someone taking a screenshot. Uh, why they would do that, I don't know. I mean, I do. I mean, look at myself right now. I look pretty fucking good. I mean, I got the got the hat and the posters and the thing and the logo and the graphic here. And I got the glasses and like the top of the microphone. It's all it's all working together very well. I'll be the first to admit. But I don't know what the little camera is. It comes up with the the hearts, but I just see the little camera, so I don't know. I'm curious about what's going on because I noticed that that the little camera pops up. Is do I get something special for that? I know I don't, I've realized now that I don't get shit for the hearts. Not a fucking thing. There could be seven billion fucking hearts. Not a goddamn thing happens for me. I mean, they're cool and they give me to keep track of them for some reason, but that's it. You think that they would lead to something, but they don't. It's very disappointing. It's a whole. It's a whole. Very disappointing thing. Now, as promised, the God Show podcast review. There's a Twitter handle, Twitter account, known as the Good God Above, has 443,000 followers. Apparently, has a bunch on Facebook, like millions of followers on Facebook, Instagram, all that shit. And they decided, this person, a parody account of God, basically. Like, not that I know anything about, you know. Something like that. In any case, they decided to start a podcast because why not? Everybody and their fucking mother has a podcast. So here is uh, the Twitter, the Twitter handle, the good guy above. He also has a Twitter um, handle or account for the show itself. Uh, you can call and leave voicemails. You know, just you know, as I said, a bunch of social media, all that stuff. God parody account. So. Starts a podcast, and I think, yeah, well, this may be interesting because it's very similar to what I do. It's kind of similar to my shtick, if you will. So I'm going to check this out. So I do. It's 13 episodes altogether. Play a couple clips. But first, let's give a little rundown of the show itself. The first episode was God and Jesus. Okay. Now, look, first of all, the odds this person heard my show are slim. If you add up all the people that have ever heard my show in eight years, you may get millions. I mean, if you count all like the one-time listeners and maybe heard a snippet here or there, maybe in a dispensary somewhere when they were going when I was on a lot of dispensaries, maybe the show that was on in Colorado Springs for a couple of weeks on regular radio, maybe Kentucky Weed Radio, Cannabis Radio, I don't know. It could be millions. But the amount of people that have heard this show or seen this show is minuscule compared to the amount of people who have never heard of me. So there's a great possibility that this person never heard of me, and none of this has been fucking stolen from me. <laughs> Lock, stock, and barrel by this goddamn blasphemer. Anyway, God and Jesus in the first episode. Now here's where things get tricky. The second episode, God and Jesus interviewed the Easter Bunny. I have interviewed the Easter Bunny on this show for Easter several years ago. Again, the odds are against that this person stole my shit. But it's possible. Other episodes, God and Jesus study the Bible. We'll play a clip of that here coming up. Jesus talks about love. God calls Satan. Again, I'm going to fucking split hairs or nitpick in any way, shape, or form. But Satan has been on the show many times. Stoner Satan. He used to do traffic. Quite a bit of traffic reports. Put the motherfucker in a traffic copter. The whole goddamn thing. Still. 
still, I'll give the benefit of the doubt. God responds to voicemails. God and Jesus interview Satan. We're going back to that well. I, I hear you, brother. I, I know what that's all about. The Holy Spirit is pissed. Apparently the Holy Spirit's a different uh, person. The Archangel uh, Gabriel is also another sidekick. Much like St. Peter's a sidekick on this show. Or was before he fucking disappeared and regards started going to do fucking charity work or some bullshit like that. But then, the Twitter account and the show, as of late, has taken a turn toward, uh, let's say, resistance territory. You know my feelings on the resistance. I'm in no way a Trump supporter. I didn't vote for Trump. I never would vote for Trump. I disagree with Trump about a lot of shit. He's kind of entertaining on Twitter, especially the fact that he just goes on there and says whatever the fuck he feels like. Typos, dumb shit, attacking people. He don't give a fuck. That's entertaining. The resistance itself has been quite futile. And people on Twitter, people like Tommy Chong. Tommy Chong, I love Tommy Chong, one of my stoner heroes, etc. 95% of his tweets are whining about Trump. Rob Reiner, meathead, I defy you to find a goddamn tweet in his timeline in the last three years that's not about Trump. He'll be somewhere with his daughter. Oh, let's talk about it. The first half of his tweet is, oh, my, I'm so proud of my daughter. She's doing this thing right now, and it's so important to me. But, and then the second half of his tweet is about Trump. We got a fucking criminal in the White House. I wish someone would stab that orange son of a bitch right in his fat face with a goddamn fork. No, he does not avoid Trump at all. A lot of celebrities just nothing but talking about Trump. And it gets so fucking old and boring. Trump's going to jail. Trump's being impeached. Trump's going to be burned alive at the stake. None of these things are going to happen. Will he lose re-election? Could be. Very fucking, very fucking likely. You never know. There's 7,000 people running for the Democratic nomination. Can one of them beat Trump? Probably. He's not going to be impeached. He's not going to be removed from office. He's not going to jail. None of those things are going to happen. But every goddamn day I see this shit. Anyway, this is a clip, an opening clip from uh, the God Show podcast's last podcast. Apparently interviewed someone from another podcast that is devoted to the Mueller report. And so they talked about the Mueller report, the Mueller report, or whatever the fuck you want to call it. It makes my brain seize up. It's so fucking boring. Listen, listen to this. Listen to the description of this, the, the 13th episode of the God Review Podcast, the God Show Podcast. God and the host of the Mueller She Wrote Podcast discussed the Mueller Report, U.S. politics in 2019, and election security in 2020. Holy shit. Katie, bar the fucking door. That sounds like some goddamn down-home entertainment. Anyway, let's check out some of this uh, from episode 13 of the God Show podcast. Hello, humans. I'm God. With me today in the studio is the Archangel Gabriel. Say hello, Gabriel. Hello, God. It's great to be back. My guest today is the podcaster known as A.G., who heads up the famous podcast, Muller She Wrote. Hello, A.G. Welcome famous. to the God Show. Hello. Wow. Thank you, God. It's great to be here. And I think it's a wonderful that you have the Archangel Gabriel as your engineer. That's really great. Thank you. Yeah, Gabriel does engineering, and he also uh, provides background laughter. And <laughs> if I if I need to calm down, Gabriel will, will keep me on point with that. Sometimes I, sometimes I get hangry. <laughs> Understandable. Okay, well, let's get started. 
<clears throat> I listen. I'll be the first to say that creative endeavors are subjective and how people react to them. Fuck. Fuck. Moving on. The Mueller report. AG, mm. you you are an expert on the Mueller report, is that right? Uh as much as one can be, yes. Right. Good. So Good. That's uh that really gets you far in life. You put that in your fucking resume. I'm I'm an expert on the Mueller report. These people devote their lives to Trump. And they see nothing wrong with it. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. Listen to this woman describe how into the Mueller report she is. Her entire life revolves around this bullshit. Because she thinks she's doing some noble work that's going to lead to something great. and But this is going to be a fucking, it's, it's a wasted couple years of her life. All you motherfuckers are wasting years of your life worried about Trump and what he's doing. Let's hear this exciting, exciting shit. Please tell my listeners more about your podcast, Mueller She Wrote. Please do. How long have you been doing it? Yeah. Uh, sure. We started the podcast the day that the first indictments dropped back at the very end of October in 2017. We set up a microphone in our kitchen and just went from there. I really wanted to be part of this in a media way, so we figured podcasting was the easiest way to do it. And so here we are, mm. 23 months later. Wow. Yeah, everybody their mother has a fucking podcast. Oh, 23 months later. How many listeners do you now have? Uh, we have an audience of about a quarter of a million people. Whoa. Wow. Well, <laughs> according to what? A quarter of a million people according to what? But I will, I will say that anything to do with bashing Trump will get a lot on whether it's Twitter or Facebook or podcasts. It's a good stick to go with because there's a, all these people that hate Trump so much. Anything that's bashing Trump that'll sit there and fucking jerk off to it while you talk about how what a bastard – Trump is. Oh, orange man, bad. Orange man, bad. Oh. And they squirt all over their computer. It's hacky, fucking, unoriginal road to go down. Just blindly bashing someone nonstop, obsessively. I imagine it's lucrative. I mean, good for you. But, ugh. So does she have a quarter of a million listeners? Probably not. She probably means a quarter of a million downloads over the course of, you know, all the podcasts or whatever. I mean, shit, we go by that. I have 10 million listeners. But do I really? No. Anyway, if we're going by total downloads over a long period of time, I have millions. Do I have millions of listeners? Not quite. Maybe if I start bashing Trump, I'll change this, the name of this podcast to Orange Man Bad. And just be me, the big picture of Trump, and me like throwing darts at it or something. You know, then next week I'll set a picture of Trump on fire. Be a whole thing. Yeah. Fucking plans coming together. Anyway, well, let's continue with some of this horse shit. Oh, hello, quarter of a million people. <laughs> uh, thanks for checking in on The God Show. We are about, I think, 10,000, maybe. But uh, I just started a month ago, so <clears throat> we'll get there. Uh, are you still in works for a TV show? I heard you might have a TV show. Well, we're trying to put together uh, a visual documentary what? of what's in the Mueller report just to get more eyes and ears on, you know, what's what. A visual documentary of what's in the Mueller report. I, just call it Ambien. I, how in the fuck? 
And like I said, these people think they're doing something noble that's going to stand the test of time. They're going to be in history books and shit. But you're not. Trump's just a crazy fucking thing that happened, and there's not a goddamn thing you're going to do about it. Oh, he's a criminal and he obstructed justice. What the fuck are you going to do about it? Nothing. Nothing. Sit down. God damn, go live your fucking life. The Mueller, listen to this bitch talk about the Mueller report. She talks about the Mueller report like it's her child. Like she birthed this out of her fucking vagina and called it Mueller report. This is my new baby. Smell its head. Watch the soft spot. I named it Mueller report. Continuing. It's inside. So that's all in development. Don't know where it's going to end up, though. Right. That's okay. part of the problem is that the information is there, but who yeah. wants to read? <laughs> it's, a, it's a really long, beefy <laughs> report. Um for there being no collusion and no obstruction. There's a lot of it in mm. there. So it, it, I can understand if people have jobs or multiple jobs or families that it can be hard right. to, to dive in and read a 450-page legal report. Did you read it the moment it was released? Yes. Yes, I did. And have you read it multiple times? Do you have all the copies of it that have been printed and available at Barnes & Noble? <laughs> I do have the uh, Washington Post uh, version from... Amazon, I have the Audible version, and I've got a couple of different searchable PDFs, and I've read it multiple times. And now we're going through it uh, page by page uh, on yeah. our show in a separate series on the main feed. Jesus Christ, the yeah. Report. We're going more even- through it bit by bit, piece by piece. The fucking Mueller report. Now, look, I like cannabis. Like marijuana, I know a lot about it. I've read a lot about it. I've learned a lot about it. Much of my expertise lies in the area of cannabis, the cannabis community, the cannabis industry, cannabis law reform, things of that nature. But if you edit up all the time in a day that I spend on cannabis, it's a fraction. It's a fraction. All the time that I spend reading, talking about, writing about cannabis is nowhere near even, uh, it's maybe a, not even a quarter of my day, if that. Some days it's not even that. Sometimes it's not even 5 or 10%. These people are so obsessed with Donald Trump. This broad has the Mueller report in every form available. She's making a visual documentary about a report. A report. She's making a visual documentary about some shit on paper. Typing. On paper, she's going to, I don't know, it's going to be like a pop-up book, I guess. Be very exciting with, with graphics and, I guess, reenactments, like Unsolved Mysteries and shit. I don't know. How do you make that exciting? Good fucking luck. So anyway, I guess that's the direction the God Show is going to go. He's got all his dumb tweets on there about, oh, Trump sucks and this sucks. And I mentioned Trump sucks. Let me talk more about what Trump, Trump sucks. Fucking hacky Bullshit. And if I find out this motherfucker did plagiarize me, we're going to have some problems. You know, when a good old-fashioned fucking podcast throwdown, we'll have a good old-fashioned podcast throwdown. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? You feel me, Holmes? That's right. So anyway, this is the clip that I was talking about before. This next clip is from episode three, I believe it is. It's God and Jesus study the Bible. This 
is the type of thing he started off with. I guess he's getting away from this. I guess you, I guess he milked that pretty dry. Fucking amateur. Fucking, I could, I could do these bits for years. I have done these bits for years. You have no idea. Talk about beating a dead horse, milking a dead pig, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I've been doing it for a while, son. You'll know the shit that I've been through. You'll know my struggle. Anyway, here's an excerpt from uh, episode three of the God Show podcast. Hi, and welcome to Bible study with God and Jesus. I'm God. And I'm Jesus. Hello, humans. This is where we discuss verses from the Bible and try to figure out what the fuck they mean. Also known as Bible study. Exactly. So, as this is our first Bible study, I thought we should start at the beginning. Good idea, Dad. Yeah. Oh. I don't get the, the Jesus character. Is he supposed to be a child, or is he supposed to be effeminate? I know it's 2019, that's not very progressive to say, but it doesn't seem like he needs to be that effeminate. But maybe, you know, again, it's an aesthetic choice. You know, things are subjective, creative endeavors, whatnot, but still. I don't know if he's supposed to be, well, feminine or a child. But either way, well, I would have went a different way. So I'm not saying. Also, um, I've never read the Bible all the way through before, or even partway through. I know I should probably do that, what with being God and everything. Wow, you've, you've never read the Bible? But you're God. I know. I know. I'm familiar with the major plot points. And I remember the stuff I actually did back then. I just never read the book the humans wrote. But yeah, I've had thousands of years. If anyone should have read it, it's me. I By the way, am I the only one that notices that God is doing like a Barack Obama impression? I should have read the Bible. Let me be clear. I should have read it. I've had thousands of years to do so. I should have done so. But I did not do so. I wonder if this is Barack Obama. That explains a lot. Little voice, little voice changer. I know about the voice changer thing too. I did all that shit. I did all that shit. Fucking amateur hour. I've just been so busy running the universe, you know. Also, it seems super boring. Every time I try to read it, I instantly fall asleep. Mm. It's just that there's no pictures, you know. It's just billions of words written by dumbass humans. Understandable. So feel free to read, Jesus. I'm gonna drink this fucking coffee because I'm fucking bored already. Nice sound of <sighs> coffee. Today's reading comes from the book of Genesis, chapter one, verse one. <laughs> Wait, I thought we were going to read the Bible. What's this book of Genesis bullshit? Yes, the Bible is actually made up of many books. Oh, okay, I get it. So you're saying the Bible is just like Harry Potter? What? No, no, that's not a good... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, you're Harry Potter, uh, but instead of casting magic spells to defeat demons, you, um, you cast magic spells that magically make a lot more bread. No, no, I'm not... I'm obviously Dumbledore, because I got the crazy long wizard beard, and I don't take crap from anyone. Pretty cool. Well, if the Bible is anything like Harry Potter, I'm freaking stoked. Yeah, it's actually very different. 
Each book is written by a different author. And some of the books cover... So anyway, you get the point. I don't know, man. I mean, if you have that much time to write out a script and shit like that, I don't know. Maybe it's a failure of the people doing it. I mean, it seems like is Jesus the same guy as Jesus and Gabriel the same person, I think? He just is not... doesn't seem like someone that's used to speaking on a microphone or talking to people or communicating with people or having any kind of natural conversation. You know, it's not... Not everybody can just get on a fucking microphone and <clears throat> rip off other people and do a fucking podcast. It's not the way it works. You can't drink coffee and say fuck a lot and deepen your voice by how 10 or 12 decibels and make a show. I knew you have a lot of people on social media. Well, Twitter's different. And jerking off for the Trump derangement syndrome people, that's something different as well. But you go do that. You go do... You, but again, if I find out that you ripped me off, it's on. It's on. Not only is it on, it's on like Donkey Kong. That's right. If you don't know what that means, I can't help you. Can't help you. Just, if you ripped, if you did rip me off and that's what you came up with, God damn you. God damn you to hell. You know what? Let us pray. Dear Stoner God in heaven, this fuck nut, the good God above, his dumb, dopey fucking show, the God Show podcast, if this motherfucker heard my show in any way, shape, or form and decided to steal my shtick for this hacky fucking bullshit, I pray that the house falls on him a la Wizard of Oz where his two little feet are sticking out and he'll spray paint on the side of the house here rests this hacky plagiarizing motherfucker the good God above but go follow the good God above if you you know haven't found enough Twitter accounts that just whine like little bitches about Trump all fucking day long all day, Trump's going to prison, blah, 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 wah, 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 life sucks, I hate Trump. That's where you want to go? Fine. I'll be here keeping it real. I'll be here keeping it 100. That's right, TLC said, whatever happened to all those people moving to Canada if Trump won? A- they know what they were talking to boot? A? Thanks, everybody, for checking out the show. Stern Jesus Show Live, Chapter 2, Verse 29, the day after Motherfucker's Day special. It was awesome. You all are awesome. Keep spreading the word about SternJesus.net. Go check us out on CanvasRadio.com, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, CanvasRadio.com. Did I mention CanvasRadio.com? All those places. Staringjesus.net for all information on the show. Make sure you follow us on Periscope at StonerJesus420. Get the notifications so you know when an episode of the show is going to drop. Now, new tradition on the show. It's the third show we've done this. 
usually in the show with me saying peace bitches, and I will say peace bitches, but I'll say peace bitches here in a fucking minute. Slow your roll. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now we end the show with the immortal words of Cardi B. Maybe you're in a point in your life where you're lost. You're down. You don't think you can go on. There's no hope. And then you're listening to the show. You're having a little fun. And then you hear this to end the show. The immortal words of Cardi B. Thanks, everybody, for checking the show. We'll see you next time here on the Stern and Jesus Show. And as always, peace, bitches. Cardi, take it away. Y'all motherfuckers going around showing this fucking picture. Now y'all photoshopping it even more. Like, oh, Cardi pussy, Cardi pussy. First of all, that ain't my pussy. My pussy right here. This is where I birthed my daughter from. This right here, the part that shows, you know, when I go like this, that's just my ass. You know when you got a fat ass? That shit gets fat right there. This part right here, this is the part that gives the dick comfort. You know what I'm saying? This is the part that, like, when you go like this in and out, that's what this nigga feel. That's... That's my ass. You know what I'm saying? Y'all want to look at my pussy so bad. Y'all should have went see me when I was a motherfucking stripper and I was promoting myself. Like, come see me. Now, too bad.